here? Uh, really? Really? Did I, did I, I turned off the sound sharing again. Is what I did? Advanced. Yep, I did. Well, why do you got to be so complicated? Rick's learned all about Zoom being yeah. complicated. All right, let's try again. Ready? Go, Chief. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We're here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. There we go. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kaldrickinson.us. That's R-A-E-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Bridge Room podcast on your left, Android, left side. Apple phone, and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Yeah. Participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, no! These are available at the Rebel Alliance Bridge Room website at R-A-D-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. Hey, man, it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Hello. Hello, and we have, uh, we have our guests today. Uh, first time ever we have a guest, Rick Bosley. He's going to talk with us today. He's not showing his video because he's having some issues, but uh, maybe if he... Uh, Likes us enough, and he comes back. We'll get him back on video next time. No, he's a, he, he's under witness protection. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> that was that's a fake it. name. Yeah, fake name. Uh, all right, so today we're going to be reviewing Star Wars: Bad Batch season two, episode one. Uh, hold on a second. I wasn't ready, like Scott said. Um, and our episode is called "Spoils of War." Um, we're going to um, go through some news. We have just one news thing for this episode. Um, and then we're going to do a detail, detailed recap, um, discussion, question of the week, and talk about ways to give us feedback, which we're still waiting for feedback from anybody. Um, besides Rick. Rick's the only one that's ever sent us feedback a long time ago. Um, and Scott, of course. So, all right. So let's 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 get into the news here. That's because our our, our uh, base is pretty small. It's time for the news. All right. Um, so the first the news thing I got for this episode is um, an article I found uh, on worldofreal.com. and uh, Day Damon Lindenoff is. Uh, been assigned a Star Wars movie. Um, he's supposed to start shooting it in April of this year. Um, and it says uh, Sharman Odebed Chinoy is to direct the movie. Um, and it's supposed to take place uh, after Rise of Skywalker. So it's after the last uh, uh, you know, Ray movie, Ray Skywalker Palpatine movie. 
Um, so we're, we're, that'll be interesting to see what is supposed to include some of the characters wow. from the previous movies, but there's supposed to be a new lead character in this movie. Go ahead. What did you did you hear the news about? Oh, about what's oh, what's his name came back to Disney, right? And now he the, the so new uh, CEO. They're all going to the theater. Yeah. yeah. The, the new old CEO, Iker. Yeah. 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 That. I mean, that's still to be determined because they're to push Star Wars back to the theaters. Yeah, and I and I, I mean, they make a lot of money for Disney. I get it, but um, they're doing so well with their online stuff right now. Um, they're they're doing better than most most companies right now with uh, online viewership. Um, so yeah, so this uh, yeah. this uh, movie is untitled so far. It's it's probably got a title, but we uh, we don't know it yet because they like to keep secrets, you know. But they're going to start. It says uh, it will set some um, new new lead characters, but writing. some of the old some of the old guys will come back. Um, it's supposed to star. Um, somebody who is who is uh, ethnic, it says. It doesn't say, you know, black or, you know, Asian or something like that, but it's supposed to star someone ethnic. Um, and, uh, right, that's all we have here. That's, that's pretty much a simple one. And I thought it was important because um, they're, they're starting filming this year. So that could mean that next year we have a new movie that, that is in theaters, um, like Scott said. So that that's got any uh, comments about that, Rick? That sound interesting? Uh, not really. I just have uh, heard kind of the same thing that Eichner took over, but I don't think it's going to be a long-term thing. So yeah. it, it's hard telling. I think he just was brought back to kind of stabilize the Disney. Get him back on track. Then, yeah, once that's you know, the ship's been righted or whatever, I think he'll be let go because he's kind of more of an old school kind of mentality of straight to straight to theaters and not so much the streaming stuff. And I don't yeah. think that's going to be his forte. So it, it's hard, you know, for a company like that to transition to online because yeah. they're used to the instant gratification from the theater. You know, you get people go and see movies, you get the money almost right away, right? But yeah, online streaming, yeah. you're paying monthly or yearly, and you don't get oh. that instant gratification. You get it, you know. Month most people pay month, but month to month. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's hard for them to say, okay, well, we've put 15 different shows on our streaming channel. You know, where how do I monetize that and, and stuff? It's 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 a whole different uh, concept. And he, yeah, you're right. He's probably not the one to. Uh, to to continue with that, even though yeah, I think he... they're probably gonna hold. I think they'll hold off deciding if they're gonna make a whole bunch of new material on the streaming because they're gonna want to see how things you know straighten out for them overall. They don't want to do a big investment and then realize, oh, we can't yeah. make our money back on that. So, yeah, and that that's kind of why I think they're doing um, rollouts of shows kind of slow. Like, um, you know, there's a couple of shows that have been out that. It just came out that uh, we're not going to see another season until 24. So, um, yeah. you know, they, they, they wait a, a 
more than a year to put out the next season, which is different too. So anyway, let me. Yeah, and speaking of getting money back, you know, you got our our. Just out of Disney altogether, dollars. There is no way that I see Avatar two making making, that, making a profit, money back, making that money back. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're saying it's getting it's going to be close. They spent two billion dollars on that movie. Yeah, I don't know. Let me uh, let me end the news here real quick. The news. And then we'll play this uh, stupid thing here. Spoiler alert. Alright, that's just saying that we're gonna we when we're talking going forward we're gonna be spoiling uh, the episode, so uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, go watch it and then come back to us and and listen to our review. So, again, we're talking today about Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 1, Spoils of War. Uh, the episode first aired January 4th um, with a running time of 24 minutes. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, in Star Wars time, this is uh, 19 BBY. Um, I don't remember, Rick, have I ever explained to you what... what uh, the BBY stands for in Star Wars time? I don't think so. Okay, so everything's based, uh, you know how our calendar is kind of supposedly based off the birth of Christ as zero, and then it yeah, goes forward yeah. and, then, and then backwards? Same yeah. thing here, but the, the zero time is when the first Death Star blew up. Okay. So everything is in time is based off of that moment going forward or going backwards. So if we go in the past, we add numbers of, you know, it's, it's weird. Negative. Well, it's called before the battle of Yavin, which battle of Yavin is the battle at, with the death star. Um, the death star was circling a moon, uh, that goes around the planet, planet of Yavin. So it's gotcha. called the battle of Yavin. So it's before. So we're talking 19 years before the death star blew up is when this takes place. And then after is, you know, Empire Strikes Back, all those movies are after the Battle of Yavin. Um, so it would be A, B, B instead. Um, so that's what that means. And if if you have time, you can go on our website and we have a little uh, Star Wars timeline thing there that kind of explains where um, all the shows fit into place. Where the movies kind of fall. Yeah, the movies are there and all the uh, streaming stuff is there too to show where they fit in with that too. Um, because I mean, as you've noticed, this uh, these shows all kind of pull from each other, right? They oh, yeah. they use the same kind of stuff. So continuing on, um, we have a uh, couple new actors that were in the uh, show this time. Um, Scott found one first that I uh, didn't even see when I first watched it. Um, Fee Genioa the the lady that um, took the crate that the Bad Batch brought is Wanda Sykes. Um, of course, Sid has always been Ray Perlman. Um, yep. And then uh, AZ3 is Ben Disick. And then, of course, all the uh, clones 
which um, we had quite a few clones besides our group, uh, is a guy named D. Bradley Baker. He uh, plays he plays our Bad Batch and every clone that's in uh, this show. So let's get right into it here. So at the beginning, um, Ecker, Echo, Wrecker, and Hunter are fleeing a large crab creature along a beach, securing an unknown package on a tropical island. Echo berates Wrecker uh, that they went over the plan five times, which that's that seems like a thing that Wrecker always does. And he says, "Well, at least I got the package right." Um, meanwhile, on the on the Marauder, Omega is studying um, some sort of tech pad that's talking about uh, different ships and stuff in the Imperial fleet. And uh, Tech is disapproving because she's uh, she's not paying attention to it. Um, she's trying, but she's easily distracted, right? Um, and we get a call from Hunter saying, "Hey, uh, they're coming, but they need a pickup. They had, they run into some, they run into some issues." You were gonna say something about uh, Omega Scott? <laughs> she was fishing. Yeah, with it with the yeah. pickup line, wasn't it? She was fishing with it. Yeah, that's funny too. Typical uh, teenager. Exactly. Uh, Hunter called the ship for a pickup. And creatures are chasing them. They're starting to um, show up at the ship as well. Uh, Omega shoots them off the hull with her energy bow, um, um, using the shells of others to jump off of each other. Um, I don't know if you noticed, she like shot one and it ducked down and she bounced off of it to to continue on kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, that's when... She found, then she was looking for her. For the sweet for the sweet spot of where she could arm them at. Yeah, and she uh, she eventually falls off the uh, the little uh, I guess that's the uh, ramp that they would go up the ship there. She falls off and grabs onto the rope or the the, the grappling line and uh, st- gets attached to that. And she, you know, Tech has already got the ship in in the air, so um, she's she's kind of trapped on there. And they start to arrive, um, and first thing Hunter says is, hey, what's going on with Omega? And, uh, you know, Omega's like, oh, I'm just helping out, uh, you know, fighting off the crabs. Um, and they they get, it, they get it all hoisted up on the ship, and um, in the ship, and they arrive um, at Sid's parlor, and are greeted by the, uh, the robot AZ, which... Uh, we were wondering if it was going to come back or not. Um, and Sid introduces the batch to a pirate named Fee, um, which finds the uh, batch's genetic mutation strange because she's probably never seen it, a clone that's not, uh, you know, always the same. Um, and uh, they hand off the, uh, the crate to Fee and... Uh, you know, Fee walks out, and that's pretty much all we see. We, she has like two or three lines, right, and doesn't really say much. Um, just comments about the bad batch, and that's then we then she's gone. Um, so Wanda had a very short uh, live time on the show, right, Scott? She'll be back. Yeah, she'll be back. Yeah, I think Wanda's she's all over everything right now, especially in uh, voice acting. She's she's all over the place. Um. All right, so then Sid offers the batch a job involving 
the planet Sereno, um, and they're to steal one of Count Dooku's war chests from his ruined castle. Um, Hunter initially turns down the job um, because they uh, they think that that's going to be too hot. There's going to be too much Imperial um, traffic and stuff there trying to to get their the you know the um, war chest themselves. Um, but Wrecker, Echo, and Tech have a meeting off to the side and, and talk about the mission and, and basically um, all agree that they want to do it and they uh, eventually convince Hunter to do it. It'll be the last uh, mission that they'll have to do. Supposedly, if they get the money, right? <laughs> if they get the, the loot that they're supposed to get. Um, yeah. And like like I said, Hunter's concern, his main concern is it's occupied by the Empire. Um, but Sid says that the war chest will give the batch the future that they need to be free from her. Um, and uh, they all get on the Marauder to take flight out there. Um, that. that. There's a part in there that's kind of interesting, though, because she recognizes that the Empire is, like, coming. She sees her own demise. If, you know, they don't have this as kind of their, you know, last hurrah. You're right. She does. She sees that her time is limited at, at what she does. Um, she sees they're going to force her out, right? Yeah. Come, they're going to come take over everything that she's she's built. She's built up. Yep. Yeah, that's that's true. It's... That was in there. Um, good point. Uh, let's see. Um, Echo expresses his desire to to fight against fight instead of hiding. Um, he wants to he wants to you know help more people. He he gets he pretty much saying he gets really fulfilled out of helping people instead of uh, helping themselves and. Uh, he thinks that the war chest will allow them to do much more. Um, he, see, he seems to be he seems to be ready to be all about the rebellion. I think so too. I mean, uh, he, he keeps on saying there's a lot of people out there that that uh, can use our help um, and don't have anybody to help them, and, and so on. Um, Hunter kind of really ignores him at, at this time, um, you know, trying to uh, probably come up with a better argument against against that. Um, Hunter is more worried about the Empire, I think, than than uh, Echo is um, for some reason. Um, of course, I that's think, probably. I think Hunter's just confused. Could be right now. I mean, there's a lot going on, us for sure. Um, he doesn't like I the think change. He's, I suppose. I think he's more worried about Omega's future than he might feel. He might feel that is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's He's feeling like a father. He's playing a dad role. Exactly. He's feeling like a father instead of a clone. Exactly. Yep. All right. So the Marauder lands on Sereno, and the Batch um, gets a visual of the uh, bombed-out city that uh, surrounds the. uh, the, uh, I don't know, castle or whatever you want to call it of Count Dooku. Um, and 
they see that uh, the, the town is pretty much devastated. There should there's pretty much nobody can live in it. Um, they land in the shipyard uh, where troopers are carrying and extracting Duco's loot into large containers. Which, um, I mean that the, that ship is there's probably like what Scott maybe like four hundred different containers on each ship or more. What do you think, uh, Rick? Do you think maybe more than that? A thousand containers? I don't know. It's pretty yeah. loaded. It would be like a, you know, like a cargo ship going across the ocean. Us, you know. Right. That's exactly right. That's what I thought about it. And, and, and I mean, there's four of them, right? So that's, uh, I mean. Yeah. Three. Four. Yeah, three? I think so. Three or four. Three. Because one, one takes off almost right away when they land. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the two others take off, and they're like the last one, and they got to get on the last one, right? Um, yeah, they're on the last one, yeah. All right, so the squad reaches the shipyard. Uh, clone troopers are there um, extracting. Um, Hunter splits up uh, Tech and Echo and Wrecker and Omega to provide a diversion. Um, and the four make their way to the containers. Uh, Hunter plants some explosives on some some of the escort ships, um, and uh, looks like Rucker gets to stun a trooper. Um, so they start searching for items in the uh, in the cargo ship of high value, and Omega finds a chest full of credits that they decide to take first. And that I mean that thing probably had. You remember in Andor, they when they, those credits they were stealing there, that was probably a crate that had as many as one of those cylinders of credits had in it, right? It was it was quite a few credits, yeah. maybe two of those two of those cylinders. It was quite a bit, probably at least uh, I don't know thirty thousand credits, maybe. It was quite a few. Um, Being shiny, that's what they told her. Exactly. Something shiny. <laughs> Anything shiny. Uh, the uh, clone trooper, uh, Captain Wilco, orders his troops to uh, find the in in incapacitated clone because they realize that that clone that a wrecker is, has stunned is no longer reporting in. Um, and they find him... Uh, and, and realize that something's going on, and that's when a hunter detonates the explosives on the escort ship to distract them. Um, and Wrecker grabs the credit-filled chest off the um, cargo ship and run runs back to where Hunter and uh, I think Hunter's by himself at the time. And The container doors to the uh, the actual container they were on um, close before everybody gets out. So, so Wrecker gets um, a little crate, but uh, Echo and, and Omega are stuck in the uh, in the in the big crate that they pulled it out of chest out of. Uh, Wrecker and Hunter engage in a firefight with clone stormtroopers. And they try to scale the the container to get to Tech Echo and Omega. Uh, the two s slip off the container and decide to go back to their 
of the Marauder to recover them. Um, Tech decides that they will try and command an escape pod, uh, and the trio make their way through the ship while they fight through uh, multiple sets of clone troopers. Um, Wrecker makes their way into Wrecker and Hunter makes their way into Dooku's office, um, but they're cornered by clones at Dooku's desk. And uh, Captain Wilkel orders that all the escape pods to be released because he uh, knows their what what he would do. So he's releasing the pods so they can't get off. And uh, I think it's um, Echo that's plugged into the ship with his arm uh, announces that they've released the escape pods and they need to find another way out. Um, and Omega comes up with a brilliant idea. She, from her uh, reading of the uh, the tech manual, she she realizes that all of these um, uh, these these pods or cargo pods um, have um, uh, engines on them, and they're built to if there's an, a crash that they will land themselves on the ground safely. Um, yeah. So she's like, "Why don't we get in one of those?" Why don't we get in one of those and just ride it out? Um, so they uh, they make their way uh, to one of those and um, they they cause some sort of diversion that causes all of the uh, the crates to come off the ship, right? Um, and uh, Hunter back at the at Duco's palace, Hunter is trying to. Um, find the uh, controls to activate the lift panel. Um, it's jammed that they're standing on top of. It's a it's like a elevator panel, and uh, Wrecker jumps up and down on the lift until it finally goes down. And Hunter's like, "No," because uh, he's probably afraid of getting uh, hurt on that, falling down that. Um, lift panel. It's jammed, falls down the shaft. Uh, Tech Echo Omega dodged the Imperial pursuers in their cargo uh, ship, and he initiates the release, um, which deactivates the force field holding the various crates, like I said. Um, the clones start to fall uh, in their crate, and they're all worried uh, that the thrusters aren't going to fire, right? And that's where our episode ends. They're in the crate and it won't. It hasn't fired yet, and they're getting really close to the ground. And uh, I was going to actually show this um, on the next uh, episode, but I'm going to show it now. So bear with me. Share my screen. You guys see my screen? Yeah, yep. This is a picture of. Hunter at the uh, the panel that he's trying to get the lift go. lift to go up and down, and I have a f someone on Twitter who translated all this text for us. So I was just going to show that. So the first screen that he that we see it translates to personnel, utilities, security, defense systems. Let me go back so you can see it again. So that's the. Uh, it's called Azure Bash, is what that language is called, the Star Wars language, Rick. Um, yep. It translates to that. 
And then he's fumbling around doing some other stuff, you know, records jumping around. And he gets to another panel screen. And that's what this one is. And it translates to it's, there's there's a misspelling there. The guy didn't change it on the on the image, but it's supposed to say Turbo Lift interface. Yeah. Level thirty five is where they're at. Um. So he's uh, trying to get the elevator to go up and down, basically, right? Um. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because they put those about that. It looks like they were at the top level, but uh, that thing shows level thirty six. Yeah. The box in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So it says over here, level 35 is where there's 36, 35, 34. Yeah, so they're trying to get down there, and it's not any good. Um, yeah, and I, I, I just find these things interesting. That <laughs> this language uh, that they have is is always interesting. And, um, you know, Scott and I have, have gotten other things translated before. Um, from I think it was uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and I think Boba Fett too that that are like that. So let me unstop sharing, share my yeah. sound. All right, so that was our full episode. It was pretty short, like I said, twenty four minutes. Um, uh, what do you guys? You have you guys any additional thoughts <laughs> or or anything about it? Scott. Pretty good one to return. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. <coughs> Sorry, been, I mean, it's been I, a while that, since we've seen it. True, and I I think definitely, um, you know, we'll find out when we do the the next episode that they these kind of went together, right? They're obviously go together. It's yeah. it's they just split it up into two. Um, so I mean, it's it's a good way to start. I think uh, I always. Like, you know, when uh, shows season premiere and they have a longer episode to start with. So this kind of satisfies that with two episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, I didn't get you vested in it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we have a, we have, um, let me push a button here first. All right, so we have, you can go to that email address and send us feedback if you'd like. You can also go to the website on the left-hand side, one of those sides over there, and um, there's a link there to go to a form that you can fill out and send your feedback. I believe that's the one that Rick did um, and Scott's done before as well. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find something. Oh, it's on my other screen. All right. So uh, we, we have that. And then we have uh, a question of the week that allows you to uh, put comments in after you've uh, read, read and filled out the question of the week. And, and then, of course, um, when we get the video up on YouTube, you'll have ability to comment there. And uh, speaking of the question of the week, this question of the week is one that Rick came up with. And I'm trying to find exactly what I put because I changed it. It is, is, oh, shit. Is, uh, what is in the trunk that Fee takes 
after the Bad Batch brings it back to Sid's at the beginning of the episode. Um, so what's what's in the trunk? What do you think, Scott? What, what would be on that uh, valuable trunk that the Bad Batch had to had to grab? I don't know. All right. So on the question here, what'd you say? On the question here, I put I put um, several choices. I put spice. Weapons, uh, precious metals to fund her new life, um, and contraband she's pirating to help others escape. So she's using it to fund, uh, you know, helping others and escape from the Empire kind of thing. Um, And I don't know what Rick, but I put put spice is what my answer would be. Um, Just because I have... I, I have bad feelings about everybody anyway. So what was your answer, Rick? What would you think it would be? Uh, I put it was uh, <laughs> for the uh, future, you know, like funds. Kind right. of just going back to Sid's comment, you know, like, uh, right. you know, the future is ending. And, and then she also made the comment before she left, you know, that that wasn't going to be free. It was going to cost her. So Exactly. So. She was going to have to repay her sometime yeah, she's a pirate. I think she's seeing her future is pretty limited, and she's trying to just start all over again. Yep, that's a good point. Yep, yep. So that's the the question of the week. Um, let's go ahead and close out the feedback. Yeah, so uh, we'd really appreciate anybody, even those in India, to send us feedback from all those sources. Um, any any last thoughts about this particular episode before we uh, we end our uh, thing here? No. Nope. All right, let's, let's do. Still falling, remember? Yeah. That's right. We're still falling. Help me! All right. We continued. We haven't landed yet. Come on. I'm gonna run the outro then, real quick. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kyledrickinson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s On the left hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast yeah, on your okay. Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-P-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N-U-S. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, captured, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express views or opinions from the past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites 
without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network, and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle Jenkinson, and this is Andrew Scott Say goodbye now. Bye-bye. We've got Rick as our guest host, too. Say goodbye, Rick. That's the end of our episode. Yes. I'm going to turn off recording for a second. Okay, so let me push the uh, button. Nope.